Okay, we're here. I don't know what our theme music is, but hey, two Pilates chicks. I'm Hillary. I'm Danita. And we're back. Season three, episode three. three. <laughs> in the studio. Yeah, we're actually in um, my Pilates studio today. Davida just got her workout. Nice session in. Yes. And we actually have our bicycles with us. You can't see them, but our bikes are here because we're going to go on a bike ride after. They're keeping us company They're- in the studio. <laughs> Um, and today's episode um, is sponsored, she doesn't know it, but Pilates Nerd, which Yay. is Karen, for those that don't know, and um, I'm wearing one of the shirts now, which is Swan, Mermaid, Seal, Crab, C-U-C, like <laughs> waves, and Pilates. Anyway, she doesn't know that, but she is our sponsor today, and we now love her. Know. Now she'll know. So today, you want to say what our... What our whole theme is for the day? Today, we're talking about what words of advice we would give ourselves as new teachers, knowing what we know now. Yes. And we have four, because there's a lot, right? I mean, we could come up with a million different things we, we could, could tell. Yeah. But we picked four, which I think are are the most important to continue your journey. And it might be good for teachers that have been teaching a while and maybe have forgotten. So. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So we're just going to go through them, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments after. Um, feel free to let us know. Um, but which one should we do first? I like them all. Well, the one that I first thought of when we were pondering this question was that it's okay to not know everything, to mm-hmm. give ourselves the freedom to say, I don't know. Let me find out. Let me figure it out. We'll look into it. And Instead I, of making something up. <laughs> yeah. that's The worst thing is... <laughs> misinformation so don't make up things (laughs) which we're seeing a lot in the world today it happens it happens so yes sticking with what and also it kind of goes into that remember when you're that new teacher it's almost like you're the little bird thrown out of the nest (laughs) and it's like what do i do what do i do um and that feeling of you get into that setting with other teachers and you think i don't know what they know or Mm -hmm. do i know what they know or I'm not sure, and you get that client that has something like an ACL tear and they're not having surgery or something, and you technically know, but then you've never worked with that. Yeah. And then if they ask a question, it's okay to tell them, you know, I don't know. I can find out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's actually better to admit when you don't know something than to pretend. Well, and it also shows the client that you're honest and trustworthy, yeah. which is super important, and that you're going to take the time to figure it out for them. Yeah. And that you're comfortable in knowing what you do know, because that actually builds a lot more trust in a teacher if you know what you know. And then, and then you've let it be known what you don't really know. Yeah. But then also following up and maybe doing some research, reaching out to somebody that is a specialist in that or, or just reading some articles just getting yeah not misinformation though not not yeah. information <laughs> legit legitimate research <laughs> and the other thing is um which i think um leads us into the next which i'll just do because it kind of leads into yeah. is continuing to learn mm-hmm. because i feel like you have to there's two thought processes and then jump in continuing to learn because speaking about finding out about knee issues or whatever 
is the science changes. Yes. So what you may have learned in your training for whatever issues may have changed very, very with true. research. Yeah. So continuing to learn on that aspect, as well as you can you can delve into the one we kind of discussed in continuing to learn for your for yourself for yourself. Yeah, not only having it be about maintaining a certification, but diving into subjects that we might be more interested in as teachers. Like we find our niche, our specializations. Yep. Because we have more interest in one thing than another. Um, and I, I focus a lot in my work on chronic pain, chronic low back pain, non-specific chronic pain. I find it fascinating. So that's what I like to yeah. learn more about. Somebody else might find that not fun at all. And they, they <laughs> enjoy working on like knee issues or hip or whatever, hip or classical Pilates working just in the traditional method and how it flows and, you know, whatever that per that teacher finds interesting. Yeah. Or what feeds your teaching yeah. like um, keeps that I, I find that for me continuing to learn also prevents that burnout yes it prevents yeah where you think it's the yeah. same thing it's kind of like when you haven't had a vacation in a long time and you're like oh my god and you're on this like ham- I like like it's a hamster wheel yeah. and you're just going through but then you go and you learn and you absorb and I'm not talking like a two hour thing it's like when you like you said deep dive into something yeah like and really a program where you're like yeah. in it like and school sometimes even just that two-hour thing can be beneficial it can be a nice quick like kind of refresher like a like, recharge yeah a little recharge like you got plugged in for a little bit You're like, oh yeah this is so interesting and my battery's kind of, up yeah you get like, <laughs> recharged for teaching instead of just like dragging through session after session after session because it can get that way mm-hmm. and it can get stale mm-hmm. and feel or feel that way i mean to the client yeah. it might not yeah, the, I mean, Feel they come way. in one or two hours yeah. a week, maybe three hours a week. So it's all new every time. So, yeah, they have fun. Um, but having that recharge, continuing to learn, looking into things we find interesting, trying new things with new teachers for ourselves to take yeah. other classes. Yeah. Even if we don't love the method or whatever. If it, even if it's I, – I always said – I always tell my students this, that you can – Always learn something from a workshop. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No one knows everything, and that teacher may say something or have a thought process that you're like, oh, never thought about it that way. Yeah. And I always think, even if you are in a workshop or a class that you aren't enjoying, that you don't like, whatever, for whatever reason, you don't connect it's just, to You're not that. diving with Yeah, it. it's just not right for you you can still learn stuff from classes you don't like. Exactly. you can think like, you know, I don't like how that person said Blah, that blah. Or how or I how... felt doing this. Or... Yeah. 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 So you can always take the negative and make it a positive. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much. Which we firmly believe. That and a cookie will always make it better. That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> which, um, I don't know. Is there anything... Because I, I feel like with continuing to learn, some people just think about, oh, I've got to, like, it comes up to that date, and it's like, oh, my gosh, I've got to get my CECs. I've got to yeah. find, and then they're just like, whatever, I just need to get this. Just something. Just something. Yeah. Right? I feel like it's something you need to, like, I, I started the, like, new year, and I'm, like, looking ahead going, okay, I want to, like, this is what I, I, I want to do this year in terms of yeah. my learning. Seeing what workshops are yeah. offered for that yeah. year. And what program yeah. I want to go. Because sometimes you get to the end of your certification 
year because it's not always on the like annual year, right? Whatever your timeline is, and you, you're like, oh, okay, I have like the next six weeks or whatever I have to get it done, <laughs> and then you look at what's being offered at that time. Not and then like. you see, oh, well, that would have been super cool three months ago that that person was offering, but I, but I would, missed it. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah. And, and finding kind of the, um, the long-term kind of feeding of your teaching mm-hmm. and not just a quick yeah. knowledge, like something that yeah. is going to build and build and build and build, I feel is important. Yeah. You do that. Definitely. We both do that. I love doing, I mean, that keeps me going, like you said, reducing burnout, because even as much as we love what we do, which we do, which we do, it's a job, it's still a job and it's okay to not love it all the time. A hundred percent still work. There's still annoying things. Are you still dealing with people? (laughs) (laughs) There's weird. The little introverts going, people, people, (laughs) (laughs) um, but that continuing to learn really helps us avoid that burnout or work through burnout when we have hit that burnout. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really, to me, why I continue to learn. Yeah. Not because I need the CCs, which I do. Yeah, we do. But that's not but, the utmost reason to continue to yeah, learn. I just enjoy continuing to learn things and know new things and be able to impart new wisdom. <laughs> and your clients appreciate that. Like my clients, I would have they to do. say, I'm leaving town for a week because I'm going blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're missing their Pilates, but they're like, they appreciate. They're like, oh, wow, she's continuing to find things out and learn. Yeah. And I'm going to benefit from that, which they see that. They do. And then they're actually, even though most of them aren't in an anatomical or physiological profession, Mm -hmm. when I tell them about things that I've learned, they actually get excited with me because they see how excited I am. Exactly. And they'll, and I'll kind of interpret it for them in maybe some layman terms. And then they're like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. They get fascinated by it too. Mm -hmm. Or they'll be like, what'd you learn? What, what'd you learn? Like it took a while for them to understand that I didn't go away and learn new exercises. Right. They're like, oh, what, what? And I'm like, no, no, I, I, that's not, <laughs> there's only, you know, we got it it's here. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of leads us in, oh, wait, wait, how, okay. Oh, let's do the, this one is a big one to not copy yeah. or feel like you have to be like that teacher. Yeah. Or this teacher or whatever that you are your own little person (laughs) teaching your own self. Yeah. And I think that's important when you get out to realize to find that pretty quick. Yeah. And that is something I know I struggled with for a long time um, as a new teacher. I remember being in one of the first studios I taught at and just are all around me. You know, there's six Mm -hmm. sessions going on at the same time. You're hearing what other people are saying. You're like, oh, they're more interesting than me. Or, oh, they know more than me. Or, oh, what's that version of that that they're doing? I don't know that exercise. (laughs) And um, that's all going through your head while you're trying to stay focused on your your client. client. (laughs) Or they're watching me. They're looking and they know I don't know what I'm doing. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad one. They they hear I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And really, they're just focusing on their session. Yeah, they don't care. They're not, yeah, maybe they're thinking the exact same thing mm-hmm. about 
you that, oh, they're doing that version. I don't know that variation. Or I forgot that. Wow, that's yeah. a good, yeah, because that's usually what's yeah. happening. Because like, the, oh, yeah, the newer one. teacher comes in and they have all this fresh, like, basic stuff that yeah. the experienced teacher may have forgotten. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah, forgot that. Yeah. So that, and that's something I think we struggle with forever, honestly, learning how to be ourselves and having confidence in what we do know, which kind of connects to our first point about, you know, continuing to learn, well, continue to learn and just not know what you don't, it it feeds into all of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It all feeds into each other. But I also think it's, oh, I did it again. I lost my thought. I feel like. Oh, it's so good. It happens once a podcast. Oh my gosh, it does. Well, it also happened during our session today, too. It did happen to both of us. Session. We're like, wait, what? What are we talking about? It's about to Oh, yeah. Feed in straps. What? No, I think that, um, it also feeds into like when you are a new teacher and you're in that environment of like maybe your first studio, like you were talking Mm -hmm. about. And realizing that they say this this way, they say this, that they do this, I need to be like this, I need to teach, I need to say this and make sure. Um, but if you think about in life how individual people are as people, mm-hmm. it's great to have that individuality in teaching because that will attract clients that gravitate towards that personality or that yeah. that energy of that person. Right, and then those are the right clients for that teacher exactly. when they're being authentic to themselves. Right. Because if you're not who you are and you're putting off this like copycat version or yeah. trying to be somebody you're not, that's going to attract people that aren't really a good puzzle fit. And that can actually lead to burnout. Oh, yeah. Big because time. if you're... <laughs> or dread. Like, yeah. Dreading. Definitely. The dread of, oh, God, that that schedule today. Oh, uh, I just can't handle it. <laughs> But for somebody like you and me, like, we're not going to go teach a huge group class and be super peppy poppy. That's not our style. Uh, I used to have to do that and it wore me out. But if that's what we would have to do every day, constantly, it would be exhausting or dread it. Whereas somebody else might be very of that personality, naturally very peppy and very, like, love the group class because they love the energy and all the people. And, and they're not do, being fake, so it, it being, doesn't yeah. come across that way, right? right? It's natural to them. And then if they had to do what we do, working one-on-one, like, with one person, really focusing on them, they might, might get totally bored. bored. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but that's just it. It's like, also, if you're, like, you use the word authentic, and if you are who you are when you teach, and everything we said, you know, be honest about who you are. Yeah. Um, that trust in the client with you is going to be there much quicker where if you're not really who you're putting out there that is going to be felt that's going to be people can feel it they can feel that yeah they can sense when there's some awkward uh, break you know when the person's not being themselves um because eventually that self will show through yeah it has to has to at some point Yeah. yeah But it is, but it is a lifelong journey to just trust in ourselves to be authentic to who we are and be confident in and yeah. and who we are, which is life, right? It's life. I mean, because we're talking specifically about who we are as teachers, teachers. but also in life, just as our personhood. Self. Yeah, <laughs> which I think it's harder also um, with the social media. Yeah, and with all that, people putting this 
perception out there of who they are as a teacher and maybe you think oh I've got to be like that because yeah. they have all these followers so I have to be mm-hmm. like that yeah and I that have, gets yeah. the algorithm that gets the followers that gets which comments, doesn't whatever. make you a good teacher no because it's not just necessarily no. yeah because <laughs> your clients are real people in the real world yeah and not on Instagram yeah and we're building real deep connections with mm-hmm. people in our space in front of us Instead of a nice quick, hopefully for a long life. time, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that also connects to our fourth point about <gasps> yes, setting, setting boundaries, boundaries. <laughs> which is also a lifelong journey to figure out. Um, but learning what works for us, what doesn't work for us, mm-hmm. and, and sticking sticking to, to it. it, yeah. And I think you, the boundaries to me, and you can add in because I'm sure I'm going to miss the boundaries of like our time, mm-hmm. the boundaries of we get paid mm-hmm. on time. Yes. Um, canceling. Mm-hmm. Being on time. Yeah. Um, those are good boundaries. Those um, are good And ones, listening. Yeah. Like the, the, having the confidence, which goes into the not know what no kind of thought process yeah to let the client know you are in charge of this hour yeah and not letting the client because i know as a new teacher that's hard when you get that client that's really like in your face like i've done this before and i know what i'm doing i do it this way like okay well Uh, that's great but we're gonna do it this way this way today (laughs) (laughs) or if they're i've had people where we're doing whatever feet in the straps or whatever I'm like okay so and now let's come in and add frogs or whatever and they say oh well I'm, i didn't do 10 oh well, yeah <laughs> i know you didn't because i was watching you but when we don't have to do 10 they're like oh i always do 10 okay well <laughs> like this back and forth back yeah. and forth like, i had one client that was like she was of the um weightlifting world so it was like, well, if you ever did sidearms or anything one-sided, then we go, well, I did eight on the other side. I need to do, no, <laughs> this is not the same. No. And we had this, this every single, I mean, she never let it go, but I just stuck to my, nope, this is, you know, nope. <laughs> well, you might need over. another rep or two on this side to connect more because the first couple you did, you were yeah. like, and she's wonky. like, and maybe in your but way But they need to be even. Like, well, this side's not even because you connect more on this side. So, oh, yeah. So two more reps. But I don't know, like I and I tell people in the teacher training because I feel like I feel like that moment of your beginning in your assisted teaching hours. Right. Mm -hmm. To me, that's when you can start those boundaries Mm. because you're learning how to have a client and book them. With their friends and family, right? Mm. And that are, makes it that harder. That makes it harder. Yeah. So if you can start then and sticking those boundaries down, it makes it easier with strangers. Yeah. I feel. But it can be easier to figure out how to enforce boundaries with strangers yep. in some ways more than people exactly. you know. That's true. It's that different. is true. It's different. But it's, yeah, and I think both are good tools that we need to like start right away. Yeah. And um, because once those boundaries are pushed, you can't ever get them back. Yeah. And then the boundary of like when you have a client for a long time, when they start to cross that like into friend zone. Oh, yeah. 
or your friend Lee, maybe you do become actual friends, but when you're in the session, like you're getting paid. Yeah, you're a teacher. You're a teacher. And if your client friend cancels, they get charged. They're going to be charged. I mean, it's still your business, your time, respect for you as the teacher. Yeah. And I think that that's a really good point because it happens a lot where you have friends that are like, oh, you know, can I get a discount mm-hmm. too since we're friends? Or maybe you could just train me and then I'll give you this. Right. Like trades. I've never done trades because yeah. it just never evens out. Yeah, it does Someone gets gypped all the time. Yeah. I did a trade right as the, at the beginning as a new teacher uh, when I first started teaching at Equinox. Mm-hmm. And I remember a new trainer who started training at that same time he was like oh yeah let's trade and he wanted me to teach him at a regular time twice a week or two or three times a week and he was going to give me one session a week i was like um Uh, how did that work that's not think so (laughs) and no prime time uh no and not a regular slot if you're not no no oh my gosh Yeah. yeah so so continuing to learn yes and admitting when we don't know something yes. and researching mm-hmm. and not feeling you have to copy or be like somebody else and, and setting boundaries. Maintaining those boundaries. Yeah. And I'm sure there's like others. So y'all feel free to comment, DM on social media or email us or ask a question on our website, which is www.pilateschicks.com. Check it out. But I feel like those are really good, solid Four tips in there that we would tell ourselves, our young selves. Our young selves. (laughs) Way back in the day. Our new teacher selves (laughs) that are still good things to remember today to reinforce for us. Yes. As older teacher selves. Yes. As older. (laughs) Yeah. We went to a, I'll, I'll be brief, but my husband, we went to a concert last night and he's like sitting and then fidgeting in his seat and like he doesn't do pilates by the way um <laughs> and <laughs> but he does work out but um he's like when did i get old it's like <laughs> you know it's like figuring out where am i comfortable so that's what i feel like it's like we're older teachers but older. we still move older we still move we and still move and we set our boundaries and we continue to learn that is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. And um, do we want to kind of set up? Because the, the boundary one kind of set us up for our next podcast, which we can give a little sneak little yeah. taste so of. The, our next one of it leads from boundaries of scheduling clients, balance in our work life schedules, and boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that whole burnout situation yeah. going. Yeah. Yay. So that's our next one. Yeah. So that's it. And we'll get our theme music to like slice us out. And thank you, Pilates Nerd, for sponsoring us, even though she doesn't know she's sponsored (laughs) us. But check out her website because I love her so much. So much fun. So much fun. Okay. Bye. Bye.